This is Neon Beyond, and of course, you are at the right place at the right time on an amazing journey this morning to get you up close and personal with the great things that continue. Find out what your neighbors are doing, what's going on in the neighborhood in Southern Nevada, Clark County, and the greatest state ever. That is Nevada. Thank you again so much for coming along with us. Don't forget to keep those emails coming. It's Steph at P-O-I-N-T-9-7. All right, let's get into my next guest, an amazing friend here on Neon and Beyond, doing great things in our community. we got a great event coming up with them and how you can get involved. Liz Ortenberger, the Chief Executive Officer from Safe Nest. Liz, good morning to you, beautiful. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you for that very nice introduction. I feel like I should be running out into a, a, an arena full of people. Well, you <laughs> are. You're here, and all the people are listening to us this morning, and all of our friends. So we have the great word to spread all about Safe Nest and what has been going on. We haven't touched base, you and I, for a minute, so we'll find out what's going on with you guys at Safe Nest. But first and foremost, we do have some new people listening this morning and people that are moving here. So tell us all about Safe Nest and what you guys do. Absolutely. So Safe Nest is a domestic and sexual violence agency, including sex trafficking. And we work with survivors, perpetrators of violence, and children affected by these epidemics. And we do that in a lot of different ways across a lot of different services. We're in 11 different locations here in the Valley, and we've been doing this since 1977. So a really long time, and of course, over that time since 1977, I would love to have a phone call with you one day that we have minimized to almost nothing when it comes to domestic violence. And now a side note, domestic violence is not just man on woman, it's children, it's women on men, women on women, men on men. It, it just runs the gamut when it comes to all that. And we have had different arenas as we grow, and I've learned so much from you guys. But, you know, I know there are great things that are going on with you guys to help curtail this, correct? Yes, absolutely. I mean, if we could spend all of our time in the prevention space, that would be amazing because that means there wouldn't be a need for us in our sort of protection work, right, that, that hotline and shelter work because it would be ended. And so, yeah, we, uh, we do a lot of work with children, particularly kids that are growing up in domestic violence and violent households because they're most likely to repeat the cycles that they're growing up with. So we do a lot of work to break the cycle before it starts with youth. Uh, and in fact, we have our summer camp coming up in July. We'll be taking 200 um, high-risk youth that are most at risk of repeating these cycles uh, as victims or as abusers um, away to summer camp for a week up in Utah. I'm excited about that. That is amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, that's the cornerstone of our prevention program. And one of the things that we really work hard to do is get the school district to open up and have better curriculum from kindergarten on up talking about what healthy relationships look like so that a child, even a child growing up in a household where maybe the adult relationships are not healthy, has a template to understand what health looks like. That has nothing to do with sexual education. It has everything to do with our human rights as individuals and equality in relationships um, and what that should look like for young people, that will help folks better understand red flags, but potentially also understand their own bias towards 
maybe wanting to have control or be the man of the house in an in a in an unhealthy way, right? And so working with young people to say, this is what health looks like, right? This is what a healthy relationship looks like um, so that they can understand that role uh, as, they, as they grow into adulthood is really important to us. So a lot of different things that go on and, and starting with our youth as a cornerstone, like you said. Uh, this morning we are talking with Liz Ortenberger. She is the chief executive officer at SafeNest. And if you don't know about SafeNest, well, they are Nevada's largest, most comprehensive nonprofit dedicated to ending domestic and sexual violence here in Clark County. And, of course, that comes with a, lo- a lot of other collaborations with other charities and, and keeping all of this safe in a safe environment. Right, Liz? Yeah, absolutely. We have an incredible uh, group of nonprofits that are part of our preferred provider network. And that includes people, you know, like um, Sid Knott, who runs uh, Horses for Heroes, some of our church leaders and and other nonprofits that are are working with marginalized communities, making sure that they understand uh, what domestic and sexual violence can look like if a client discloses to them. And then they have access to all of the services that we provide here at SafeNet. So this is a community effort. We want to make sure that the safety net for anyone victimized in this way uh, is strong and vibrant and has a place for everybody. Because as you said in the opening, domestic violence affects so many people and sexual violence as a part of that can be, you know, it can, it, it also affects all different kinds of relationships, right? It could be an adult child to an adult parent. It could be an uncle to a niece. It can be neighbors. It can look a lot of different ways. And so the more people that we have on the lookout and, and able and ready to provide resources and support, the, the better our community will be for survivors. You know, that's a really good transition, Liz, into the programs that you guys have. You have a 24-hour domestic violence hotline, confidential shelter, protection order services, counseling, advocacy, court assistance, and prevention, education, and so many other things, which the backbone of that runs off of volunteers, of course, skilled, trained professionals, and your whole staff to keep this going. So for those listening this morning to find out more about SafeNest, let's talk about first how we can get involved to help. And first and foremost, knowledge is power. But beyond that, what can we do to help you guys? Absolutely. So there's a lot of ways to help SafeNest. We want to make it really easy for you to have an impact in our community. So from from things like if you're cleaning out your garage, we take gently used secondhand goods and we'll actually come to your house for free and pick them up. Um, to even thinking about your morning cup of coffee, we have an entire coffee brand that's, that is um, staffed by our survivors, so they earn money while they're in residence with us, so they have a financial cushion when they move into our transitional housing or an independent housing program. If you just switch out your morning coffee or the coffee at your business with Safe Nest Coffee, that goes a, a, a huge way to funding workforce development and survivors' financial freedom so they have choices um, as human beings on what their future looks like. And so you can gently use secondhand goods. You can buy coffee from us. You can also, if you choose to get a bit more engaged, you can volunteer with us. We have an incredible volunteer program focused on partnership with Las Vegas Metro Police Department where we go out on domestic and sexual violence 911 calls to provide resources and support to survivors on scene 
incredible program. We, of course, train people to do that work, um, but it makes a huge difference. It's really for those members of our community that see the, that, that want to be a first responder. You want to be on the front end of this epidemic so that, because that is where we can make huge amounts of change. And that program has brought down the homicide level for domestic violence in, uh, in Las Vegas, which is incredibly exciting. You know, all the way through, we have openings for board members if people want to get involved on the governance and strategic development side of our work. We are always looking for diverse and a broad spectrum of voices in that space. And we have staff openings. So if you're looking for a job, we're always looking for quality case managers to work with our victims, both in residence with us and on the telephone with us, out on metro calls with us. So there, we have we have a myriad of ways for you to get involved. And of course, if none of that um, suits your fancy, which is fine, you can always donate to us or attend one of our events um, and, and choose to give to us that way. It takes the entire community to be behind what we do. We raise about $5 million a year from the Las Vegas community to do this work. We raise another $5 million from state and, gov- and uh, federal grants. So it, it does take a lot, and we appreciate every penny that helps us make a difference. Awesome. And then on the flip side of that, for those listening this morning that think – know or are in a domestic issue or are seeing things, how do we get help there? Yeah, so if you're the friend or family member of someone who you think might be in in an unhealthy relationship, the best thing that you can do is tell them that you love them, that you're there for them, that you don't know what's going on in their relationship because that's the truth, right? But that if they ever need you, you're there. Um, and if, should they need a code word, let's just decide broccoli is our code word. If you call me and say broccoli twice in a sentence, I'm going to know you need me. We really ask people to provide support to their network in a non-judgmental way because what most well-intended dads will do and friends will do, and I know because I've been that friend, it's like, you've got to leave this guy or you've got to leave her. She's toxic. This is horrible. Um, what we don't realize is when we, when we do that, we're acting the exact same way as the abuser. We're telling them what to do. And while our intention is different, our action is exactly the same. Right. And, a, and a survivor, can, it, it's difficult to discern who's in my best interest, right? Everybody's telling me what to do. So leave the door open, create an empowering pathway for a survivor who's close to you to reach out and get support. And then the best thing to do is, if that does happen, is get on the phone uh, in partnership at, with our hotline and walk through what's going on, and we have tons of resources and support to help people navigating at all stages of violent relationships. From the very beginning, you know, a common call we get is, is I'm not sure this is violence, but um, all the way through, you know, I've been strangled three times, and I'm really worried about what my kids are seeing, and I need to get out, right? So there's a spectrum of what violence can look like, and it escalates, and so we're here for every part of that. Okay, and what's that hotline number? Can you give it to us? Yep, 702-646-4981. And you can call that number or you can text that number or you can go to safenest.org and open up a private chat with us. All right, you guys, that's safenest.org. Again, safenest.org. Or the 24-7 domestic violence hotline is 702-646-4981. That's 702 
4981. You could text that as well. So let's jump into an event that's coming up next weekend. I can't believe May is already here. A really, really fun event, which, by the way, this will help support those 200-plus kids going to Camp Hope 2023, right? Absolutely. It absolutely does. So what is this fun event? I love this. Yeah. So this is uh, S'mores, wait, Champagne S'mores and the Great Outdoors. All right. You had me at Champagne. I'm in. And S'mores. I Double. I know. Right? What a, what a better way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Right. The weather out's beautiful. It's, it's at an outside venue. It's absolutely gorgeous. And it's really this great opportunity to come together. You're going to hear from some local hope heroes. So these are adults living and working in our community who had difficult childhoods but are thriving today. They share their story, and we have a ton of fun games. We really do this great event. You know, our topic is heavy. I, I understand that. Yes. This event is not. This event is games. It's fun. It's hearing inspirational stories and seeing the impact that we've made at camp the last several years and just absolutely getting to be part of this amazing opportunity to really end domestic and sexual violence before it starts. And that's in our work with kids. And everything that we raise at this event goes to support our youth programs. I love this. All right. So the 2023 Hope Heroes are who? We have to spotlight them because this is amazing. And remember, these heroes are sharing their stories of their upbringing and how things might not have been as easy as you think it is. And today holding great jobs and doing great things in our community. Absolutely. So we have um, Brian Judd, who uh, runs his own business, and he's going to share his story. And he, I think, he's been chatting about potentially coming up to camp as a volunteer for the week, which is exciting. Um, And so he's going to share his opportunity. We have Stacy, who runs Lexicon Bank, who is an incredible member of our community. And Lexicon Bank is doing such incredible things um, for our community. We're really excited to honor her and they have been on the they've been on the show before. Stacy is an, an amazing woman, right? You know, and that's what you got to love about Vegas, right? We've got this incredible group of people here that want great things for Vegas, great things for our community, and they get that we have these areas where we could just be doing incredible things, and they're part of it. And then we have uh, Wani from Mothership Coffee. She's the founder of Mothership, incredible member of our community. She elevates everybody every day. Every time I uh, connect with her, I'm, I'm lifted. Um, and it, even through her, her coffee company, uh, Mothership, she does incredible things to elevate the people around her and those that work for her. And we're excited to, um, to honor her as well and, and her experience as a young person and where she is today. Well, remember, all of these heroes are going to share their stories of overcome adversity and exemplify courage and everything else that goes along with that. So, I mean, just to be there to hear their stories, you don't think that, right? You think, oh, Stacey Watkins, president and CEO of Lexicon Bank. She's, you know, went to college, had it easy. Her parents are, you know, and obviously I'm assuming that her story is pretty deep. Yeah, you know, and what's so great about this, right, is as a community, right, we get to come together for this event, but then we highlight their stories for the kids who come to camp. And what the kids who come to camp see is people who live in my community, people who look like me, people that have had similar experiences that I'm going through right now, and they are thriving as adults. They're not bazillionaires. It's not Oprah. It's not Maya Angelou. It's not somebody that I can't see my path there. It is someone who lives and works in my community who I get to connect with and get to hear their experience. And that gives me 
it just gives me that power to be able to say, okay, my environment, my current situation within my unit, my family unit, or whatever that unit looks like is not great, and, and I'm not happy about it. But that does not have to define me because I can look to Brian, to Stacy, and to Wani and see what defined them, and it was not the harshness of what they grew up in. And so that, you know, that message for youth, that is the sort of that metaphorical things that we're putting in their backpack, they can pull out when they need it, when times are tough, and say, I can do this. My future can be better than what I'm experiencing right now. And how many years have you guys been doing this camp? Oh, my gosh. So I, so this is our fifth year. We had one summer break because of COVID, of course. Um, so this is our fourth year taking kiddos up, but our fifth year of running really high-caliber youth programs. And from all the years doing this camps, what do you think the best part about the experience these kids get? So, oh, it's, there's so many different elements of it, but I will tell you, um, for, for all intents and purposes, it's a normal, I say normal in quotations, camp experience. We've got horses, archery, mountain bike riding, hiking. So when we picture sort of that stereotypical summer camp experience, that's, that's what we're providing for kiddos. But they spend um, a, a portion of the morning and then campfire talking about these Hope Heroes. And we have a set of Hope Heroes that, that come from the national curriculum, and then we have our local Hope Heroes. And then every night at campfire, kids get a character trait award. And that, the counselors, with the training that we go through, it's not just like, oh, I saw you be nice today. It's, I saw you be valiant today, and here's what that means, and here's what I saw in you. And you see these kiddos, they're sometimes 8, 9, 10, all the way up to my, my 17 and 18-year-olds who have never been awarded something in their life, Aww. come up in front of a campfire, get their certificate, get a hug from their counselor, and you just Aww. see the impact that we're making, right? Every little piece that we're able to give them up there, whether it's getting their childhood back by being able to just scream and play around in a lake for, for 45 minutes to getting an award that is connected to something great that they did. Everything that we do up there elevates these kids and in a way that is providing them the fortitude to go back home, deal with whatever's in their environment. And we know that we have a lot of great moms who send their kids and they're doing their best. Some, some of them are graduates from our shelter program, and they're doing amazing things and creating households for their kids. And we're able to add this element of their journey that provides this sort of extra piece um, for them to thrive. And so it's, you know, from start to finish, it's amazing. I mean, I'll, we are all in tears when it finishes on Friday night after the last kiddo is picked up. We are physically drained, mentally drained, but just so full of everything that the kids give us that week, you know, just in their experiences. That is amazing. Now, if that didn't pull at your heart just a little bit, I don't know what else can to take our youth and to give them an experience unlike anything else. And I know we say it over and over as we age and become more classic, right, Liz? <laughs> this morning, it just, these are the ones that we want to give some special twinkle to and 
bring yeah. them all up so that they can go on to be productive society, you know, here in our own backyard. And that's exactly what we're doing. This morning, we are talking to Liz Ortenberger. She is the chief executive officer from Safe Nest with a great soiree coming up. Champagne s'mores and the great outdoors. And that's coming up on May 6th. So, Liz, how do we get tickets and how do we get involved to do this great event and help these kids go to camp? Absolutely. Everything that you need to sign up is at safeness.org. Um, it's right there. You can buy tickets and come out to the event. Tickets are selling fast, so, so don't, don't, don't dawdle um, and, and get and be part of the event. If you would like to just make a donation and make sure it goes to camp, you can do that there as well. You can put donate now and just say, I want this donation to go to the camp program. Um, and come on out to the event. If you would like to volunteer, we're still taking applications for folks to come up and help for the week, and you can do that on the website as well under Get Involved and fill out a volunteer application. So we have lots of opportunities uh, for people to to provide um, help and support for this incredible program. And this event is at Greengale Farms, which is where? It is at Greengale Farms, which is in the... It's in the sort of northwest part of the city, so um, that's sort of the best. It's like the 215 and, I don't say the 215, I'm trying to remember, in like Ann area. So it's okay. out in the northwest part of town. It's, it's a gorgeous location, um, and yeah, we couldn't be more pleased and, um, to be trying it outside and, and getting outdoors. Absolutely, with a reception, games, raffles, gourmet camp dinner, s'mores, champagne, and our hope heroes. And Liz, you were quoted as saying, heroes don't have to wear a cape or have superpowers, which I think is very eloquently put. Yeah, and I don't think I can take credit for that. I'm pretty sure that that, that, that somebody else said it and I copied it. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, here, you know, and that what we are doing for kids at this camp, it, it's, I want to say anyone out there, anybody who's data-driven, we have the metrics and the data that show the impact that we're making through a study that we do with University of Oklahoma, and we're absolutely building hope in these kids, and that scientific version of hope breaks the cycle of violence these kids are breaking up in. So if you're like me and you would like safeness to not have to be in business in the way that we are in 20 years, it's investments in these kiddos that are going to, that are critical. Absolutely. You guys, all the information can be found at safeness.org. That's the best place to go. And please remember that if you are in a situation, there is hope, there is help. And you also, if you're a person that know of someone in this situation, again, hope and help for you as well. Remember that 24-7 domestic violence hotline is always available at 702 646 4981. And of course, you can always find out all the information at safeness.org. Liz, as always, it's so beautiful speaking with you. Liz Ortenberger, Chief Executive Officer from Safe Nest. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for working so diligently behind the scenes 24-7 all the time and making dreams come true and these kids having a little twinkle in their eyes to go out and be productive humans in our world. Thank you so much, and thank you to all of Las Vegas for the support and, and uh, everything that we do is just helping to elevate our community.